When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi listeners, I'm Carolina. And I'm Tessa. And together we are Femme Regard Podcast. Mmm, Femme. We are a show dedicated to educating and entertaining underdeveloped filmmakers and film enthusiasts alike. We love sharing our experiences as filmmakers, what we've learned and what we've gone through. And we love bringing on professional industry guests. We want our listeners to learn from the best and get an honest account of the biz. So come join the Fem Fam and give us a listen every Friday. Streaming on all the major podcast platforms, including YouTube and our website, femregard.com. And of course, the Geekscape Network. This week on Horror Movie Night, we grow too attached to a couple rats. Whether it be Big Ben or Socrates, we love them all. We're weird, antisocial, and forever alone tonight on Horror Movie Night as we discuss Willard, starring Crispin Glover, not even the original one. This one was picked by Adam. Adam, so let's uh, start this off right off the bat. Uh, why did you pick this movie? Okay, this is really okay. out of your wheelhouse. Yeah, this is not an Adam movie to me. No, you, you know what? You're right. Usually <laughs> I pick complete fucking garbage, and Willard wasn't that bad. It really wasn't that bad. <laughs> Wait, is this your first time watching Willard? It, it actually is my first what? time watching. Yeah. Scott, yeah, yeah. Scott, this is my first time watching, like, I've never seen the original nor the remake until this one. Wow, that's crazy. I haven't watched the remake, but man, like, this movie was, I, I thought this movie was pretty well this- known in, like, college Hey, Scott, Scott, this is the remake, so you definitely did watch it. (laughs) Oh, sorry. No, no, no. No, man, I've seen this movie like four times. I I love every minute of this movie. This is going to be a really weird episode because we all are, like, enamored with the film. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because here's the thing. I avoided watching this movie because I wanted to see the original first, but the original is fucking hard to find. Like, I don't know why it's so hard for me to find that movie. So I was kind of really... Not stoked that I was going to have to watch the remake first because I hear that the first movie, the original movie, is like amazing. I own Ben on VHS, and I don't know if that's pre or post Willard, but this wasn't terrible at all. No, you know what? It was not an awful movie, and I'll I'll, I'll give my opinion right now. Like I didn't hate it. I did not hate it. Usually, the movies that we watch, I fucking hate. Well, we'll get into that next week, but <laughs> but, but I, I thought this was a, oh, an okay movie. Now I had never watched this before. The reason that I picked it is because when I was like twelve years old, 
this used to be on on the commercials all the time. Like this used to run the commercial all the time, and it would show that scene where Will, Willard was in the elevator, and and then he opened oh, the, the doors out of his coat. Yeah, 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 and all the rats come out, and I was like, oh man, that looks fucking crazy. But I never got the chance to watch it, so I this was my first time watching it, and kind of underwhelming it was a little <laughs> bit underwhelming a little bit. i can see this being underwhelming if you built it up for the last 14 years yeah no i i think it was there was a couple parts that were a little slow but all in all it was it wasn't bad so let's let's talk about what this movie is so so willard lives with his unstable mother uh and there's a lot of weird <laughs> sequences right off the bat with with the two of them, uh, but he befriends a mouse and names him Socrates. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> all we are, are all we are is just in the wind, Socrates. All we are is just in the wind. <laughs> you know, you guys realize that this movie is just an excuse for Chris McGlover to be as crazy on screen as he is in real life, right? Yeah, that's the thing. Like watching this movie, I was reminded. I think I read somewhere that Johnny Depp's inspiration for how he played Willy Wonka was a combination of. Michael Jackson and Crispin Glover and this movie I'm like yep huh. yep no I can see that I can 100% see the Crispin Glover influence in that performance hey you guys want me to blow your mind you know over the credits how they played that song Ben yeah they played the song Ben over the that was Crispin Glover singing that song <laughs> yeah, Crispin, what? yeah have you ever heard any of Crispin Glover's other music because he's a fucking weird dude <laughs> and he makes weird music does he, does he make music <laughs> Yeah. Does he actually make music? Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> I'll find the one music video and I post it in the group. I love every time. Every, everything you're telling me is just like good news. <laughs> <laughs> so his boss is easily the best character because it's the same it's guy. It's Arlie Irving. Yeah, Arlie Irving, who literally can only play Arlie Irving in different jobs. Like, that's all he can do. <laughs> I'm not going well, the best thing is I have a note here that just says his boss keeps yelling at him like he's a teacher in a Twisted Sister music video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's the best note you've ever fucking had. Oh, my God. He's not going to take it. No, he's not going to take, take it. <laughs> is that a Twisted Sister button on your uniform? It's around this point that Willard befriends a fat rat named Ben who seems to control an army of rats. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is Willard jumps right into, uh, you know, being very, you know, attached to these rats. But my question is this. What the fuck happened to Willard that he is so neurotic and so fucking (laughs) weak? Like, he's he, he seems so fucked up. What the hell happened to him? Well, his mom is fucking crazy. Yeah, Willard, you're too old for that. <laughs> you need to get a girlfriend. Oh, just so you guys know, I used to say that in, like after this movie came out, my best friend John and I, oh my God, we would quote this movie incessantly. It was, Willard, you're too old for that. If, if <laughs> one of us was like it, making a joke about the other one masturbating. Uh, when we were trying to, like, go do something. And then the other one would be, tear it up, Socrates. Tear it up. Like, we would just, like, turn to each other for no reason. And just, this movie just really took me back. It was, it was a very good pick, Adam. I was I was questioning why you would pick this movie. But now it makes total sense. And I'm really not complaining. 
I have no explanation for why I picked this movie. Uh, but so basically was... every pick, like, you do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, Willard's fucking weird. So after a bunch of frustration using Ben, he gets the rats to chew through his boss's tires as an act of vengeance. Act of vengeance? <laughs> <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. Like, it becomes like this, like, uh, to start, Willard... Do it is doing like wacky, you know, like <laughs> he's like pranking, he's like pranking that guy. He's like, Oh, I got pranked you, pranked you, no big deal. But then he immediately jumps into killing people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not like a it's like his mom dies like immediately after the tire thing, and he's getting kicked out of the house. She dies. She like falls down the stairs, right? I think that you're jumping ahead. Hold me back. Tell me what I'm missing. Well, okay. So there, there are there are a couple things that I, I wanted to mention. Um, this movie is a great testament to practical effects because those are some well trained rats. Like it's, it's it's pretty sweet, especially when they're like the the wheels. That's awesome. I just love that there aren't any CGI rats in this because that would be just so annoying. And then, but then like that scene when his mom like freaks out because she hears him talking to the to the rats in the basement she thinks that he's talking about her like all good things must come to an end and and then she like coughs blood on him that's the most horrifying part of this movie yeah um but that but and and uh but that's i I think that that i have a note about about um about the him snuggling with socrates in bed like right after that and ben's like watching you know and I was like, Ben just wants snuggles too. Don't be stingy. Because, <laughs> like, Ben, you, you know, you could have avoided all the awful things except for your mom dying if you would have just snuggled two rats instead of one. If you could have just been a little bit nicer to Ben, you probably wouldn't have been Ben <laughs> sent to a loony bin and ruined your entire life. Maybe. Yeah, you but get then the, um, you get the vibe that Willard just hates Ben right out the gate. Yeah, like there's nothing. Ben's big. Like he didn't do anything to deserve that. You know, he's he's just he's just a bro. He's he, trying to be a bro. He looks at Ben like it's Socrates' ex-lover that he's afraid Socrates will leave him for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a really really weird sexual undertone with his beef fry, uh, Socrates, where it's like he. Yeah, I don't know. I think that you have you're onto onto something there. But I have to say something about the funeral home and like the funeral home freak out. Which, by the way, is a great band name. Um, <laughs> Catherine, you know, like the the sexy uh, uh, temp. Yeah. She comes in and she is like, she's just like really weird and attached to Willard. And I understand like the whole point is that she's like the the opportunity to have a human interaction, and he doesn't really know how to handle it. But then she's so pushy, and she brings him a fucking cat, <laughs> and and. Like no one wants a cat to help grieve Catherine. What a dumbass. That's like real. And, and, that's like a thing though, because like I remember when I was like going through a little bit of depression, my friend was like, "Buy a cat," and I'm like, "No." Like, why is that the solution no, to things? Black cat. Yeah. Cats assholes. This is Exhibit A for why cat people are kind of nuts. <laughs> like they just nobody wants a cat. Oh Jesus Christ. But then that scene where where the the cat gets murdered by all the rats and the easy listening is on the uh, is on the TV. That's a great scene. 
Oh, I, I, I do. Tell I him do a dog wanna, person. <laughs> I do want to talk about that scene because when the cat comes into the house and then it immediately steps on the TV remote, I thought, I thought for a second that it was going to be okay. Like it was just going to hang out with the rats. <laughs> <laughs> like it was just going to be like a shit ton of rats and this cat just chilling on the couch watching TV. Realize what movie we were watching. <laughs> it's about it, it, murdering cats. It, it put on easy listening music, and I was like, "Oh, okay." It's just gonna hang out and put on easy listening music. So, but no. But so, no. like, if the cat had stepped on the remote and it was like MTV and Rob Zombie was on, you would have been like, "Oh shit, cat's about to go down." Uh, yeah, because, because Adam has seen Idle Hands. Before. Yeah, he picked his soundtrack for Destruction, which is also a great band name. Soundtrack for destruction. Please tell me somebody's done that already. So now Willard's mom's dead. He's got a cat for like a couple <laughs> minutes, and then and then he goes in and finds out that he's about to get kicked out of his house. And then his boss decides to fire him, and also his boss kills Socrates. So like that part was really brutal. Yeah, that depressed me. So like Willard's life's just turned to shit in a matter of forty-eight hours or so. And that's when he gives in to Ben and starts talking to Ben about getting vengeance for the death of Socrates. And, and this is my favorite thing. His boss is just sitting around drinking, looking at slow downloading internet porn. And all I can think of is that scene in Whatever It Takes with Colin Hanks. Colin Hanks and uh, Aaron Paul trying to download porn in the basement. Oh, yeah. I was about to say, I don't remember. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Wait, is that Aaron Paul or is that Ben Forster? I can never remember which one's in that movie. That is Aaron Paul and Colin Hanks and Shane West and James Franco. Ah, yes. James Franco. Uh, Jamie Franco. Yeah. Okay, that's a joke. That's a good joke that Megan and I have. Because every time we see James Franco, Megan's like, he just plays the same fucking actor. He's he's like Arlie M. Ermey. Um, And and so our impression, and I didn't come up with this, so that's probably why it's funny. Uh, (laughs) Megan's impression of Tom or of uh, James Franco is, hey, I'm James Franco. And we tried to watch 112263. Uh, back in the fall when it was on um, Hulu when it first came out and it was great but the first the first episode that was like I could barely follow along because both of us just kept saying that over and over again <laughs> so Willard begins to distrust his buddy Ben here uh, after Ben destroys his boss and that scene's pretty that's the scene from the trailer that uh, that made Adam pick this right yeah. All right. So, so after the boss is killed, Willard begins to not trust Ben and decides it's time to poison all of the rats. Only food. For, that's well, food. Yeah, good food. Here's the food. Uh, only, <laughs> only for Ben to survive and make an attack. Willard escapes, but is arrested. And much like half of the characters of the movies we've discussed, he ends up in a catatonic state. And then he's not catatonic. He's just crazier, and he's like, have to wait. We have to stay very still and wait. <laughs> but then a white mouse comes to him. You think the, it's so Right great. before that white mouse shows up, that orderly or whatever, his nurse that comes in, he touches his sourdough roll. He's like, hey, I got a sourdough roll. Is that good, huh? And he like taps it on the, 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 the tray. I'm like, dude, 
Don't touch someone's dinner. That's gross. Maybe he just assumes that Willard doesn't move. Maybe Willard's not even eating. He's just trying to make people care, think. I, I feel like that is a big, bad, big, big no-no. I feel like that's like an ongoing thing, though. Like, there's constantly an element in horror movies specifically where, like, a sane asylum orderlies just do fucked up shit like touch people's food and make fun of them all the time. Like, that's that's my idea of what it must be like for real because that's the way it's depicted in every movie in history that takes place in a sane asylum. <laughs> so uh, we should probably watch Quills. So that we can really ex- go off on a nice tangent for that uh, that theory of yours. <laughs> Hi, listeners. I'm Carolina, and I'm Tessa, and together we are Femme Regard Podcast. Mmm, Femme. We are a show dedicated to educating and entertaining underdeveloped filmmakers and film enthusiasts alike. We love sharing our experiences as filmmakers, what we've learned and what we've gone through. And we love bringing on professional industry guests. We want our listeners to learn from the best and get an honest account of the biz. So come join the FemFam and give us a listen every Friday. Streaming on all the major podcast platforms, including YouTube and our website, femregard.com. And of course, the Geekscape Network. Uh, all right, so, so how about we just discuss what we watched this week? Yeah, I think I think they were where where we need to be for this guy. Um, <laughs> I'll go first. Jesus Christ! Uh, so I watched um, Goosebumps, the Goosebumps movie, um, and I was very underwhelmed. I, I think I mentioned this to you guys, but uh, you definitely hyped it up to me way too much. Um, Megan thought it was a it was pretty solid. Um, but I was just so disappointed with the lack of ghost sex. Like, you guys were like, oh, there's heavily, heavily implied ghost sex. There's no heavily implied jack shit in that movie. Like, There is a heavily are... implied Jack Black, though. There... Uh... <laughs> uh, Jack hey, Black... hey, hey, you're wrong. You're wrong. You, you are wrong. We'll Shut put up. It up. Vote. No, 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 no. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... So in the end of that movie, the Goosebumps movies, right? In the end of that movie, he he literally says to his friend. So so he says to him, he says, "Okay, well, uh, you know, the girl that we've been with the entire movie, she 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 she's dead. She's dead. You know, yeah, she's a ghost. But oh oh oh, but but but." Uh, you know, here she is. Here she is. She is with you this entire... Uh, oh, there she is. Oh, 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 there she is. She's just beautiful ghost sex. Fucking nasty ghost sex. Fucking... There was no oh. nasty ghost sex. They're like fucking 16, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know there was no ghost sex in my life at 16. <laughs> uh, I can attest to the fact that I had no ghost sex... At 16 either, so we're all in the same boat. Adam might be the freak of nature that had ghost sex at 16. Um, he was a little but, studly Dan Aykroyd back then. <laughs> yeah, getting all the all the ghosty blowjobs. <laughs> he, he definitely slimed a couple of ghosts himself. Um, so I watched that, and it was, it was entertaining, but I probably would have liked it a lot better if I was in high school. Uh, Flashpoint Paradox is a... Um, it's a Justice League animated uh, movie on Netflix, and I watched it and was super disappointed because it's like an anime version of the Flashpoint Paradox from the comic books, and um, 
I just don't like anime. I, I really can't stand anime. I, I hate everything about it. And I hate when they make characters look anime in, in all these. Like, it's a thing. Because I, I watched another, uh, I can't remember what it was, like Justice League War. I think it was what it's called. I, I Just watching it before bed on Netflix, you know, I, I, it took me like a week to make it through because it was... I was watching like 10 minutes and then falling asleep and then watching another 10 minutes, etc. Um, also, the fact that it was terrible. Um, and it's just, I, I really, I just can't stand anime. It's awful. It's the worst thing in the world. Um, but then I watched, so I didn't actually watch a third movie, but I watched the beginning of Prom Night 3. Just because you guys said that the well, beginning shows Mary Lou in hell. <laughs> I said that. And, yeah. yeah, you said that she's in hell. And she has to do uh, she has to do gym class for eternity. Uh, I shut it off when I realized that that scene was not nearly as good as you you said it was, <laughs> and the fact that uh, they did not have the same woman play Mary Lou in the third movie, which I'm pretty sure that I watched that movie uh, at some point in the past. Um, and 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 was disappointed. I, I would, I've always been disappointed when they don't bring back like the the same like like for a, for a, a an evil person, especially like a villain. I always get disappointed when they're when it's not the same character. So especially if it involves my, a lot of talking. Like if the character's yeah, supposed to be that, chatty. That, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And Mary Lou was like that. The woman who played Mary Lou in the first movie, super chatty, Kathy. Like she's great. This one, uh, she sucked. She was awful for the whole five minutes that I watched her act. <laughs> so I didn't make it through that. But that was me. Avoid part four. Part four is really unwatchable. Um, uh, don't worry. I have no intention of going on and ruining my love for part two anymore. Uh, so I finally, uh, fucking finally, took me almost a goddamn year, saw Star Wars The Force Awakens. And, wow, uh, it did take you a long time. Yeah. Weird. Uh, and it's pretty good. I like that movie. It's uh, it, it's it's nothing like. There's not much to say about it. It's just it was a good movie. As I, it's I, just really enjoyable to watch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also watched a movie that's not so enjoyable to watch, and you can listen to my thoughts on it this week on Greatest Movie Ever, uh, as I discuss Jaws 3D. Um, and man, that movie just gets worse <laughs> over time. Uh, but one thing we will say is that I will say is that throughout the episode we kind of conclude that the first hour of that movie where there's not too much going on related to sharks is a really fun movie because it's like oh these characters are kind of weird and eccentric and it's you know about them trying to put together this big event at SeaWorld or whatever and then just like the shark comes in and it's just like ah fuck all those people and all the things that they're doing it's a shark and look at how cool this shark is and uh, I did find out I never knew this but. When they put that movie on VHS and DVD, the way that they did it was that they only... Because you know how like a 3D film is like there's certain stuff on the left-hand side and certain stuff on the right-hand side, and then it's kind of overlaid. The way that they yeah. did the video transfer is they just took the left-hand side of the screen and just blew it up so that it wasn't like out of focus anymore. So that's why like the special effects look like complete shit, is you're only seeing half of the 3D effect every single time when you watch that movie on DVD or, or any format, really, outside of seeing it in 3D in the theaters. Um, 
so like there's a lot of us discussing like I wonder what this effect would have looked like if we got to see the whole thing. <laughs> like, uh, so yeah, that movie is just a technical nightmare. But uh, I did appear on Greatest Movie Ever. I believe that episode is coming out literally tomorrow. So uh, get yourselves ready and and subscribe to Paul's show because Paul's a good dude. And uh, that's all I got. How about you, Adam? What what cartoons did you watch this week? Well, I I have been watching Game of Thrones, uh, so that has been uh, very interesting. I, I know that you guys don't watch Game of Thrones, but Game of Thrones has been hard fucking core lately. <laughs> it has been crazy. It has been really fucking crazy. Um, uh, and then you know, like fucking uh, everything else that's on HBO, fucking. Silicon Valley, Silicon Valley. I've been watching Silicon Valley. And, uh, yeah, I've I just been watching all that shit. It's been really good. It's been really good. I've been tripping the fuck out watching that shit. I, I, the other night, I, I ate mushrooms, and I just tripped fucking balls with... <laughs> You know, I had a lot of theories on what would happen while we recorded the episode for Willard, and none of this was in my expectations. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's great. <laughs> uh, I was just chipping fucking balls when I tried to pick Willard. Adam, you're too old for that. <laughs> All right, well, that was Willard from what fucking year was this? I'm, I forgot. Three, bro. 2003, this is Willard from 2003. Don't forget that you can always submit some uh, recommendations and requests at hmnpodcast at gmail.com. I do want to take some time real quick while we're recording this episode to highlight an email that we received recently. uh, Because I always enjoy reading some fan mail on the air if, uh, if we get it. And this is from a friend of ours named Megan in, uh... In somewhere, Not my Megan. No, somewhere in London. She says, Hi, Adam, Matt, and Scott. I hope you're doing well. I've been listening to your podcast ever since the Evil Dead episode, and I've enjoyed your podcast ever since. I listen to the show whilst traveling to university, and it definitely makes the journey go by faster. I just wanted to say that after listening to the Pumpkinhead episode, I realized that, for once, I agree with Adam for the most part, especially with his confusion around Matt and Scott's respect for the film. Why do you two respect this film? Aside from the creature design, which is awesome... And the concept around Pumpkinhead, there aren't very many redeeming qualities. It had potential, but that was completely wasted. Anyway, uh, and then she sends in a film request. Uh, Thank you for providing an entertainment show, and sorry for any broken English. I am currently writing this whilst ill and sleep-deprived. Take care from Megan, located in the UK. Thank you, Megan, for writing. Uh, I still stand by my opinion on pumpkin head but i will say that i have recently re-listened to that show and adam's confusion over us liking the movie is absolutely one of my favorite moments in all of our podcast history (laughs) so that is a great episode you guys who haven't heard it should definitely check it out also if you would like to send us not just mail but leave us a voicemail we now have a phone number and some people have been using that phone number and to do to do ill will to do ill will poor impressions uh so this is at you can call us at 
H-M-N-P-O-D-C. P-O-D? Uh, yeah! From the South Town and everything. Uh, and finally, one real quick last announcement is on July 1st, we are going to be doing a Twitter takeover. So we've got a whole list of movies. There's a Facebook page for it. Uh, we keep posting it on the Facebook group. So if you go on the, H, uh, the Hard Movie Night Facebook group, you'll see the link to it, and you'll see what movies we're watching and stuff. But basically, July 1st at 12 Eastern Standard Time, we're going to start watching movies, and we're going to be live-tweeting with hashtag HMN Viewing Party, and then at midnight, we're going to drop episode 50. So thank yeah, you, guys. Yeah, yeah, Guys, 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 we need you, we need you to actually participate in that. Like, I, our, our Twitter is fucking dead, as far as we're concerned. <laughs> Yeah, so well, because really, none of us are good at it. Yeah. yeah, like we have no idea how to use Twitter. So <laughs> we really need you to participate in that Twitter. Like July 1st, please, please be there. Please. Also, because we'll look like a bunch of losers if literally the three of us are the only ones using that hashtag for 12 straight hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we might lose our minds. <laughs> but, you know, it's been – by the time episode 50 comes, it will also be a full year which is ridiculous to think about. And, uh, you know, it'll be exciting because we'll get to episode 50, which will be the 48th episode that Adam was on. (laughs) (laughs) And this episode is the one that tells you why. (laughs) (laughs) Chip and fucking balls! So they're stuck. They're stuck in the uh, the the. What's the word that I'm looking for? Well, I'm I, I I'm high right now. Really <laughs> they're stuck in a sane asylum. I'm willing to guess. Well, guys, I'm right now. <laughs> I'm gonna. That's the bumper. That's the bumper right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, leave me. Leave me alone. Leave me alone, you <laughs> asshole. Hi, listeners. I'm Carolina, and I'm Tessa, and together we are Fem Regard Podcast. Mmm, Fem. We are a show dedicated to educating and entertaining underdeveloped filmmakers and film enthusiasts alike. We love sharing our experiences as filmmakers, what we've learned and what we've gone through. And we love bringing on professional industry guests. We want our listeners to learn from the best and get an honest account of the biz. So come join the FemFam and give us a listen every Friday. Streaming on all the major podcast platforms, including YouTube and our website, femregard.com. And of course, the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 